Hello, this is Mary Shelley, and for the next hour I'll be reading from the St. Catherine Standard Wednesday, June 7th, 2023 issue on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. <clears throat> Council aims to boost mental health response. Niagara Region Councilors are hoping resources allocated to emergency teams that respond to mental health and addiction calls can be bolstered. Following a presentation by the Community Safety and Wellbeing Plan Program Manager, Michelle Johnston, Fort Erie Councilor Tom Insinia said the issues are evident throughout the region, although specialized services to address those issues are limited. It's in every corner, but we're not doing that. It's because of money or because of training people that aren't available, he said. We're only centering on a couple of communities, a couple of municipalities. While Johnson said Niagara Emergency Medical Services Mental Health and Addiction Response Team, the MHART, is offered throughout Niagara, Niagara Regional Police Chief Brian McCullough said the NRP's Mobile Crisis Response Team, MCRTT, lacks sustainable funding to be expanded. McCullough said the NRP has leveraged every opportunity to take advantage of grants when they're available to fund its program, which pairs police officers with mental health professionals to respond to calls involving people facing mental health crisis. With limited funding, McCullough said police are focusing on areas with the highest volume of calls for service. Although police had funding for three MCRTG teams in St. Catharines, Niagara Falls, and Welland, funding for the Welland team ended on March 31st, he said. He said police have applied for additional grants. But St. Catharines Councilor Laura Ipp said she hopes her motion approved during Tuesday's community services meeting will help the region put together data necessary to help get the resources needed to adequately fund and expand programs. Her motion directs that a report include types of call service respond to and related costs. It also asks the action table recommend enhancements to the way 911 calls are triaged to ensure the most appropriate emergency service responds. If we're going to be able to make the best decisions with respect to our budgets and ensuring that MCRT and MHART are adequately funded and equipped, we need the information being requested through this motion, she said. Presently, these teams are funded neither stably nor adequately as evidenced by the teams not even operating 24 hours a day with overnight hours not covered. They don't have enough team members to respond to all the mental health calls or necessarily, uh, or necessarily in all communities in Niagara. We can help ensure that the teams responsible for responding to calls are properly equipped and we can advocate to the province for permanent and increased funding. Order issued after blast, investigation ongoing into January explosion that killed Ryan Con Conkin, 37 years old. In the months following an explosion at the Port Waller Hazardous Materials Facility that killed one of its workers, Ontario Ministry of Labor has issued one order and 11 requirements to Asonix products. That's S-S-O-N-I-X. On January 12th, St. Catharines emergency crews were called to 20 Kiefer Road just after 6.30 a.m. An explosion heard kilometers away ripped through the facility with flames spreading to an industrial building next door, setting off a series of explosions. 
Brian Conkins, 37-year-old Sasonics employee, was the only person inside the building at the time of the explosion. He was transported to hospital where he succumbed to his injuries the following day. In an email Monday, ministry spokesman Anurada Dar said the investigation student charged after beach brawl that saw police pelted. More than 1,800 people attended unofficial day off on June 2nd. Niagara Regional Police have charged a Grimsby team after high school students crowded sandy strips across Niagara for the annual non-sanctioned beach day on the first Friday in June. Police said the crowd at Sunset Beach in St. Catharines estimated at more than 1,800 students was the rowdiest. Officers found some persons in the crowd to be volatile and defiant at times, with officers having had cans and water bottles thrown at them, said Constable Phil Gavin in a media release. Gavin said officers faced significant challenges with multiple fights, underage drinking and drug consumption, vehicle collisions, and a large brawl that led to a 16-year-old teenager being transported to the hospital by Niagara Emergency Medical Services with serious but non-threatening, non-life-threatening injury. A traffic enforcement unit patrolled roads near the beaches. The police presence also had officers at several beaches from its community-oriented response and engagement units across Niagara. Bay Beach and Fort Erie drew about 250 to 250 people. Throughout the day, people, police reported a mixed crowd with local families and high school students. Security guards and Fort Erie bylaw officers addressed attempts to bring alcohol onto the beach. In Port Colborne, there were 80 to 100 young people at Nickel Beach with no issues reported. Grimsby and Western Niagara beaches had little activity and the police reported no problems. Gavin said the NRP is committed to working with our community partners to ensure that beach day is fun and safe. The Sunset Beach incident remains under investigation by the St. Catharines Detectives Office. Witnesses to the brawl or people with video recordings are asked. Uh, Real estate prices rise steadily. Uh, days on the market are falling. Niagara's supply of new homes listing is not keeping up with the demand. All signs to point Niagara, all signs point to Niagara's real estate market continuing to bounce back after months of price stabilizations following eight interest rate hikes from the Bank of Canada. The average selling price price of a Niagara home rose for the third consecutive month to about $662,400. While it remains far below last year's number, the average price of a home fell about 15.6%, or about $122,600 compared to May 2022. It is steadily working its way up, increasing 1.3% month over month. Compared to other markets, including the greater Toronto area, those numbers are creeping closer to the pandemic. Court denies appeal by dangerous offender. Ontario's top court has dismissed an appeal by a notorious sexual predator deemed a dangerous offender following multiple sexual assaults on young boys in Niagara more than 15 years ago. Robert Sowell, a former resident of Niagara Falls, was deemed a dangerous offender in 2020 after he pleaded guilty in Hamilton to luring for the purposes of making child pornography, transmitting explicit material to a child, possessing child pornography, and failing to comply with a court order. 
dangerous offender designation meant the 42-year-old would be in jail indefinitely. The ruling is typically reserved for the most violent criminals and sexual offenders, such as schoolgirl killer Paul Bernardo. Solow appealed to the Court of Appeal for Ontario, maintaining the sentencing judge provided insufficient reasons for why he should be jailed indefinitely. At issue was whether the judge had provided sufficient reasons. You're listening to a reading of articles and features from the St. Catherine Standard on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Johnston decries MPs' false claims. A rift continues to grow between federal opposition parties and former Governor General David Johnston, who insists he will not let the politicization of foreign interference and what he described as false claims deter him from his work. He says reforms are urgently needed to address serious shortcomings in how the government deals with the flow of intelligence regarding bad foreign actors. Johnston, whom Prime Minister Justin Trudeau appointed to investigate alleged meddling in the 2019 and 2021 federal elections, appeared before the Parliamentary Committee Tuesday for a marathon three hours of testimony. He urged all parliamentarians to focus on on facts that help improve democracy for Canadians. He also devoted, we all, we hope to devote ourselves to have as much light as possible on the key issue, how is our system working? From our report, not, not at all well, Johnston said, citing his first report on foreign interference released last month. The second part of his mandate will include more public hearings to be held over the next five months during which the government representatives national security officials, and members of the diaspora community are expected to testify. Those who don't want to appear publicly for fear of speaking out will have their chance to provide their testimony. More Canadians missing payments. Equifax reports 19% increase in people not paying monthly bills like credit cards and vehicle loans. Growing number of Canadians are missing monthly payments on non-mortgage bills as consumers slip further into debt amid the high interest rates and a rising cost of living, according to a report from Equifax released on Tuesday. The credit monitoring agency said in its latest consumer credit report about 175,000 more consumers missed payments in, in, on at least one non-mortgage product, such as a credit card, a vehicle loan, and the first quarter of uh, the year, a 19% increase over the first quarter of 2022. Well, at the end of 2022, missed payments were more pronounced among non-mortgage holders. The first quarter of 2023 also saw an increased number of mortgage holders missing payments on non-mortgage debt. And finally, turning to the obituaries for uh, Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. William Lawrence Ball, Saturday, June 3rd, in his 88th year, uh, arrangements entrusted to Morgan Funeral Home. Bernard Bernie Brooks, Friday, June 2nd, 2023, arrangements entrusted to George Dart. Jack and Lena Lausanne, uh, she is Ni Morbido, 
uh, Lena, May 25th, 2023. Jack, uh, Saturday, May 27th, 2023. Uh, arrangements are with Cudney Funeral Home.